Welcome to the Love in the Fight podcast. My name is Travis Rosinger, and we are excited to have you with us today. Relationships are all around us. They're everywhere. Healthy relationships hold the key to success in life. We want to encourage you today to fight for love. I'm joined today by my co-host, my beautiful wife, Dawn Rosinger. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. Just a little background information on Travis and I. We are actually high school sweethearts. So we've been married for a little while. Along the way, we've had the opportunity to raise two amazing kids. We love Jesus, we love people, and we absolutely love encouraging marriages. Hey guys, we want to welcome you back to the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. Hey everyone, this is definitely one of our favorite parts of our we week. We love it. We do. It's so good to have you with us today. By the way, this is episode 28. So if you haven't heard episode 27, it's on forgiveness and this is part two. So go back and listen to part one. Well, it has been a good week for us this past week, hasn't it, Don? It has, yep. Yeah, so we we just did something that's kind of like what everybody else does. Uh, we started looking for a new vehicle. Right, yep. Kind yep. of shopping around and test driving different vehicles. I know we drove one and hated it. It was bad. So we're, it was a bad ride. We're going to avoid that <laughs> that kind of vehicle. Felt shady too. <laughs> it did, it did. And it was bouncy. Like yep. it just, oh, you felt every bump in the road. But then uh, we looked at a couple others that we loved. And then we just it's had- It's cool. A, we have walkaway power. We have two that we actually like, and we're just trying to decide between the two, not- you know, don't feel like we have to get either of them, but excited if we do. Oh, yeah. And hoping hoping one of them works out. Right, but yep. then we just got in the car and went to the mall. Finally. What? I've been wanting to get some shopping and the seasons have definitely changed and I needed some long sleeve shirts and just more sweaters. And so we were able to get a little bit of shopping and not as much as I like, but it was good. It was fun to actually go to the mall. It was spectacular yeah. to just get out and walk around, yeah. see people yeah. kind of in our minds, pretend that this isn't a strange season right. or there's no pandemic, but we got some clothes yeah. and had a good time. It, it was, was fun. a lot of fun. Well, it's no secret that we love to travel. I know we talked about some of our trips, you know, we've gone to London mm-hmm. and Copenhagen and Sweden, just some, just a lot of places Caribbean, inside the yep. United States. Um, travel in the U.S. from state to state is completely seamless, right? It's easy it really to travel um, from a state to state. But traveling to another country is a little harder. You need a very important document. You cannot travel to another country without this document. You need a passport, right, Travis? Definitely. Passports allow you to cross borders and get into another country without them they won't even let you in and you can't get back to your own country no, without yeah. your passport so they always say it. take a a picture a photocopy of it so you have it uh you know an extra one Just handy in case, in case you, you lose it, it. Yeah, yeah. You're there. but the definition of for the word passport is definitely a document that allows you to travel to other countries but it also means according to merriam-webster's dictionary something that secures admission acceptance or attainment A passport gives you access to something you might not normally have within your reach. So we talked about forgiveness last week, and this is part two. Forgiveness is a passport to love because it allows you to step out of the prison of bitterness and into a world of possibilities filled with the opportunity to roam the borders of a kingdom called love. And I I like the sound of that, Don, honestly, because I feel bad. There are so many people listening right now that are literally in the prison of bitterness or unforgiveness, Mm -hmm. maybe just with a slow burn of 
anger or frustration and it's because they haven't been able to let go. I've been there many times and I've had to work through it. God wants our marriages to grow and get better, but it can't until we choose or you choose to forgive your spouse and walk in a constant attitude of forgiveness, being ready and willing to forgive. And this is something that you have to learn to do. Sometimes it doesn't come supernatural. You have to learn how to forgive. Passports take you somewhere or they give you access to something. Sometimes they do both. That is why the title of this podcast is Forgiveness, A Passport to True Love. And it's part two. Right, part two. Who doesn't want to find true love? Who doesn't want to know how to find true love? Forgiveness, though, is the ultimate passport to love. Why? Because you can't have the possibility of love without the practice of forgiveness. Mm. You can't. Because why? Because we're going to annoy each other. We're going to hurt each other. Maybe not on purpose, but there's going to be times where we have to extend forgiveness. People who love each other are willing to forgive and to overlook offenses. Forgiveness is either a passport or it's a prison. If you don't use it, it will make you its slave and put you in prison. Mm. If you do use it, though, this is a key, it will set you free, untethered, and without the heavy weight of guilt. When it comes to marriage, when it comes to true love, lasting love is the goal, is it not? It we really is. We want to make sure that we stay in love, oh, and that's totally. our goal. So often through marriages, get derailed and never make it to the destination of a lifetime of love because they miss that ultimate passport. So they never get there. Yeah. And I think what we're really talking about is forgiveness for sure, Don. But forgiveness is a form of grace. You know, I would I would say it's like grace and the little things that we could get frustrated about one another in our marriage. Um, and and just going, you know, I'm gonna overlook that offense. I'm Mm -hmm. not gonna let that bother me, that little thing. And that's just living a life full of grace, but it's forgiveness. I know sometimes early on in marriage, and maybe you've only been married a few years and you haven't experienced this yet, but over time, misunderstandings, betrayals, offenses, and a lack of getting needs met can build up bitterness and anger and then come hurtful words or actions. But forgiveness is the only way to move forward. You Mm. cannot move forward. You cannot go into the future if you're living in the past. Forgiveness takes you to God's kingdom of love and it keeps you out of the prison of bitterness and anger. Again, you cannot move forward in your marriage at all if you are holding on to these hurts and these pains and not willing to forgive. Yeah. And honestly, Don, I think one of the sad things is that when we have forgiveness, I know in my life when I've had unforgiveness, I I should say, that I'm not happy. I'm not comfortable in my own skin. I'm not at peace. I'm frustrated with other people around me that I'm, you know, I'm not even holding a grudge against, but because I'm holding a different grudge, I'm just bothered all the way around. Something doesn't feel right. It's off. (laughs) Completely off. But when I give that to God, when I forgive that other person, it's like things just magically start to change. It brings healing is what it is. It does. So what does it mean to forgive? Well, to forgive literally means from Webster's Dictionary, it means to cease to feel resentment against the offender. And that is a good feeling when you get rid of the feeling of resentment. It's like, okay, I can be at peace again. It also means to give up the resentment. So again, you know, we often, Don, we talk about forgiveness being a choice or a lifestyle, walking in forgiveness. 
So it's being willing to give up that that feeling of resentment. But lastly, it's to grant relief from payment of a debt. When somebody has offended us, when they've lied to us or they've stolen from us or they've harmed our reputation, mm-hmm. honestly, it's like they owe us a debt. Right. But forgiveness is saying, you know what? I'm going to grant you relief from the payment of that debt. But here's the most important thing. Forgiveness isn't a feeling or something that will magically happen someday. No. And like I said before, it's a choice. Yes, you choose it. It's a choice. <laughs> right out of the Bible, here's what it says. It says, therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another. Even if one of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. And that comes, like I said, right out of the Bible, out of Colossians chapter 3. So what is that saying? God, Don, there is just so much massive wisdom in that about living a life filled with peace and being comfortable in your own skin and using that passport of forgiveness to to live a free life, not bound by the chains of bitterness. So what is that passage saying? Well, it's really talking about forgiving one another. That's what it says. Forgive one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And what does that mean? God forgives anyone who asks. God forgives them utterly, completely, and totally. Uh, but I know you notice when you hear that, it says, forgive one another. It's a command. And the example, it says, as the Lord forgave you, the example is God's forgiveness to us as as sinners. Mm, we've yeah. all sinned. We've made mistakes. I've made mistakes. Those of you that are listening, you've made mistakes. And so we're supposed to forgive like God forgives. But also it says to put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. And that's what, what's happening when you let go of forgiveness, when you set it down and you just say, you know what, I forgive you of the debt of having to make this right uh, with me. What you also do by putting down that unforgiveness, you're picking up love and that binds you with other people, with even the, your enemy or the offender together in unity. But it takes love to choose forgiveness. And when we in love choose forgiveness for our spouse, we only grow in our love for them. It does something right, it special, does. It Don. Does. It's so good. Even now that, it's hard. It can be hard at times, but it definitely is so good. It, it's really hard. But mm-hmm. why would you say it's hard? Like, what, what, what do you think would, would cause you to say that it's hard? Sometimes you feel justified in your hurt or your pain. Like, you mm. were like, no, you treated me poorly, and I'm justified to not forgive you. Like, I'm expecting an apology or... I want you to pay for what you did. Or, yeah. You know, so it, it's definitely hard or I'm just, maybe the time is not right. I'm not ready. Sometimes it takes me a little bit longer to move past it. I have to process it, but I'm not ready to forgive. So, I mean, and that honestly is just more me on the inside that I struggle with that. Oh. I'm not willing to let go. It's good. And so have we ever given each other the silent treatment? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's happened before. We've gotten into our argument. with you because you, you talk a lot. I know. I talk all the time. <laughs> I, I think I give you the silent treatment more than you give me the silent treatment. But, <laughs> but that's a form of unforgiveness. It it's like, oh, we're going to go three really days is. without talking yeah. to each other. And we've gotten better at that. I don't think we've done that in years no. upon years. But... Um, you know, it's so important to be able to let go and to put on that love. So here's the thing. If you're stuck and you're having a hard time forgiving, 
uh, we want to give you just some ideas of how you can move forward into forgiveness and to use this ultimate passport to love, this yeah. thing called forgiveness. How do you do it? Well, last week we talked about leave your past behind you. In other words, release yourself from the prison of bitterness. Leave your past behind you. And again, if you haven't listened to that episode, it's episode 27. It's part one. Uh, go ahead and go back and, and um, you know, listen to that. But I, I like what you said, Don. Walking in unforgiveness is just living in the past. It is. So it's time to leave it behind. Don't go back there. But the second piece that we really want to focus on today, second key uh, to living, leaving the past behind is to, secondly, to stop focusing on it. And what the the person who has offended you has done wrong. And we're talking about marriage and yep. spouses. Like what your spouse has done wrong. Stop focusing on it and also focusing on the issue. Uh, stop bringing it up to your spouse. Let it go once and for all. And this, of course, may be d- a difficult aspect of forgiveness. It's hard to let go. It is, yep. It's not just to- choosing to, you know, to grant a pardon to someone. It's choosing to decide that if those emotions ever come up again, you'll be able to tell yourself there's no reason for anger or resentment because that person no longer owes you anything. They have been completely forgiven. Again, Merriam-Webster's right. dictionary says forgiveness is yeah. is is really canceling the debt, forgiving the debt. Now, and, and again, forgiveness is is hard because I feel like sometimes in marriages we kind of we don't do it on purpose, but sometimes there can be a little tally system. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Like, <laughs> yes. hey, well, you did this to me, but then you did this to me. And so we kind of keep track, not on purpose, but it's just kind of there. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when, you know, when there is an offense done and you have this unforgiveness, sometimes it's easy to go back and look at the tallies and right. be like, no, you did this once, twice, three times. And again, it's just, it's just a process. You have to learn how to forgive. And you have to choose to stop focusing on it. Yeah, yeah. And what's it's cool that you say that because sometimes the tally goes back 10 years. Yes. And yes. you want to go back really, really far. Yeah. So there's this temptation and arguments. We are tempted to bring up past failures or offenses of our spouse. Mm, yeah. And really what they turn into, Don, is weapons. They are sadly often weapons that we choose to use in conflict uh, will bring up the past. So the idea behind true forgiveness is accepting the fact that you will never bring it up to them again. Never. Like it's no longer a weapon. It's been resolved. The case is closed. It's done. Stop talking about it. Stop bringing it up. Stop focusing on it. Uh, But therein lies the problem. It's hard to forgive because we want to get even or we want some level of justice. Sometimes in order to forgive, you have to let go, though, of any sense of justice or ability to get even. You just got to say, you know what? I'm not going to get even and I'm not going to get justice. Mm, I forgive. I choose to stop focusing on it. I choose to stop bringing it up. Guys, it's worth it. Those of you that are listening, if you're carrying a burden of unforgiveness or a grudge against somebody, I want to encourage you, get rid of it as quickly as you can. As soon as you're done listening to this podcast, just stop and choose to forgive that person. It's going to be worth it. The payoff is great when it comes to forgiveness. Why? Um, I, I, I thought this was really cool. I found this. It's from the Mayo Clinic, and they list some of the benefits of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. The Mayo Clinic is world-renowned. They're right here in Minnesota, about an hour from where we live. And here's what they talk about when it comes to forgiveness and how it improves your physical health, but it also leads to, to you know better mental health. 
And so what are some of those for, uh, benefits of forgiving someone? Well, they, they, here's what they talk about. They say letting go of grudges and bitterness can make way for improved health and peace of mind. Forgiveness can lead to, and they list uh, several things. First of all, it leads to healthier relationships. Yeah. Forgiveness leads to improved mental health, less anxiety and stress and hostility, lower blood pressure. Isn't that cool? Well, Just yeah. forgiving somebody right. drops your blood pressure. Fewer symptoms of depression. Why? Because you're no longer sad. You're no longer struggling. A stronger immune system. Who would have known forgiving somebody boosts your immune system, improved heart health, and improved self-esteem? Hey friends, we'll get right back to the episode, but we just wanted to say if this podcast has encouraged you in any way, please consider sharing it on social media, leave us a review, and be sure to subscribe. We'd also love to hear from you, so feel free to leave a comment. And for more information about Travis or Don Rosinger, go to lovingthefight.com. I know, Travis, one thing when it comes to forgiveness that I have questioned is that saying forgive and forget. And I know right now we're talking about not focusing it, stop bringing it up, but forgive and forget. And, you know, I think I have personally come to a conclusion and I don't believe in that saying. I don't at all. I don't think you can forgive and forget. But let me just explain to you what I mean. Travis, you know, when I was 18 years old, I was in a car accident. The car that I was driving, it exploded on me, which caused second and third degree burns all over my legs. And what had happened that particular day is that my car overheated and the heater core exploded and all of the hot antifreeze came inside of the car straight onto my legs. That was awful. It was horrible. It was terrible. And normally you have a firewall to protect you, but on this particular car, it was made of plastic. So the hot antifreeze came straight in the car onto my legs and caused severe burns to them. When the ambulance came and cut my pants off, there were layers and layers of skin that had rolled to the sides of my legs. The healing process of this horrific accident was long and extremely painful. I know if you've ever just burnt your finger on a stove, just think of how painful that is. But this was all over my toes and my legs. And even though I had a really good plastic surgeon, I'm going to always have those scars on my legs. I mean, he did a good job, but I can still see them. I will always have them, but I will always see them. And I'm going to remember how I got them. But the key though, is that I know that I'm going to have the scar, but they don't hurt anymore. My legs and my, my toes, they don't hurt anymore. They're just scars. And I would love to think that forgive and forget is true, but in my mind, I just can't believe it. Because you know what? The scar is the reminder of what happened to me, the scar in my legs. But having no pain in that scar, now that's the forgiveness part. In true forgiveness, the pain is gone. Mm. You may forgive your spouse for hurting you in your past, but you're never fully going to be able to forget it. The key is, though, stop bringing it up. Stop focusing on it. Let go of it. If you continually bring it up and you have not truly forgiven your spouse, it's going to still be painful. It's going to be that little salt, you know, that, that's in your shoe as you're running and you can feel it. it's going to cause, it's going to be painful. 
But the biggest difference between wounds and scars is that wounds, they're still painful. But scars, they're completely healed and they have no pain. And I know there's some people right now that are listening and in marriages, and some of you might just need to literally turn those wounds into scars. You have to allow them to heal. And allowing them to heal is, is going through that forgiveness process. Yeah. You need to choose to do this. So it's not going to happen on its own. You will always have pain in that unless you, can t- you choose to forgive. And it's so good. It's so yeah. good. I love that picture that you have because you lived it, Don. Right. I saw those, you know, second, third degree burns on your legs and watched how, you know, we had to clean them and scrape oh, them. And bad, it was yeah. your bandages had to be changed every day. But when those wounds healed up, it, it's as if, yeah, you got those scars, but you're better now. Yeah. And just to know that people are walking around with wounds when they haven't forgiven. Yeah. Unfortunately, in marriage, it happens oh, a lot and you can see them. It's horrible on their own yeah. soul, on their marriage relationship. On their kids. It takes a toll yeah. on everything. And so don't have an open wound. If you're listening, man, get rid of that open wound, like Don said, and go ahead, forgive and let it heal and become a scar. I know forgiveness is very similar to amnesty. Merriam-Webster's Dictionary, it says that amnesty is the act of an authority by which pardon is granted. This word amnesty comes from the Greek word amnesia, which means forgetfulness, and from amnesto, which means forgotten. I know Travis in the last podcast talked about a football player who had his, his record expunged. Brian Banks. Yes. And he, he went through the forgiveness process, and he didn't even need to. He was completely wrong, but he forgave anyways. And he was given, he gave this lady amnesty, a pardon, like it had never, ever happened. He was given amnesty. Yeah, by, by I think, the, the court system in California, maybe even the governor, but he was pardoned and given, and he didn't do anything wrong, but right. they expunged his record. Um, and what a, what a cool thing that was. And this is, it's really cool because, you know what, this is exactly what God does for us. If we want the greatest example of forgiveness, we just literally need to open up the Bible. Because it says in Isaiah 43, 25, I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake and remembers your sins no more. Like, I don't know how that's even possible, but he did that for us and that's what we need to do. Yeah. It's funny. I think of the old um, pens, you know, that you could write with and they're erasable pen. Yeah. And it was as if you had never written. It was gone. Yeah. And I love that part. And even like a dry erase board. Yeah. You can write on there and you can just wipe it off, wipe it clean. It's a good picture of what God's done. I know usually when someone has wronged us, you know, we'll say things, you know what, they owe me, you know, they deserve to be in trouble or, you know, they need to feel bad. That person wronged me and they owe me an apology. But you know what? That's not true. According to the Bible and according to what we should do, you're the one that owes them something. We need to, we need to give this to our offender. We owe them forgiveness. In Romans 13, 8, it says, Let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another. And loving one another is walking in grace. It it's is. walking in forgiveness. And it's saying, I am not going to carry this any longer. Yep. And I know that, you know, we're talking about like, stop focusing on the hurt and stop bringing it up. I heard this quote once and it stuck with me. So instead of forgive and forget, how about forgive and don't forget that you forgave? For many marriages out there right now that, you know, we're, that can hear this, it's time 
to forgive. It's time to let those open wounds heal up and turn into scars. And that has to do with forgiveness and being willing to choose that for your marriage. Yeah. And honestly, Don, to be a healthy person, both spiritually, mentally, to be healthy physically is to walk in forgiveness. Forgiveness is not just a decision followed by an action, but it's an ongoing attitude to just have an attitude of forgiveness all the time of grace towards others. Martin Luther once said this, he said, forgiveness is not an occasional act. It's a constant attitude Mm. and how right he is. Why? Because we are surrounded by imperfect people that hurt us all the time and they offend us. I love though what Jesus did. He teaches the disciples to pray. It's the prayer that we all generally know. It's called the Lord's Prayer. And if you remember the Lord's Prayer, you get to this part where it says, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against Mm. us. Jesus was saying, look, guys, you want to learn how to pray, pray like this, but don't forget to pray uh, that you would be forgiven, but that you're forgiving others. And then he goes on right after he teaches them that in Matthew chapter six, verse 14, he says, for if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, their sins, your father will not forgive your wow. sins. And that is a powerful reminder that we have an obligation to forgive others. Right. If God through Jesus forgives us, then then we should certainly extend that same level of grace and forgiveness to others. Again, forgiveness is a passport to love, to a much better life than, you know, bitterness and and frustration and anger. Why is it a passport to love? Because it allows you to step out of the prison of bitterness into a world of possibilities filled with the opportunity to roam the borders of a kingdom called love. Guys, those of you that are listening, God wants your marriage to grow and get better, but it can't until you choose to forgive your spouse and then walk in that constant attitude of forgiveness, being ready and willing to forgive. I think it's important that we talk about forgiveness, Travis, because I know we know many couples that are stuck. And honestly, they're they're not able to move forward in this marriage because they're so hurt from past and they just need to walk through the forgiveness process. It's so worth it. We just want to thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. As always, it is a highlight of our week to be with you. I love it. We believe in marriage. We believe in you. You've got this. Keep loving the fight. See you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Love in the Fight Marriage Podcast. If this podcast encouraged you, then be sure to share it with others that you care about through your Facebook page, Instagram, or other social media channels. Please hit the subscribe button if you have not subscribed, and please click like and leave us a review. Tell us what you think. For more conversations about marriage and what it takes to make sure that you are loving the fight, visit us at lovingthefight.com. See you next time.